stop there that's about enough of that um yeah that was kind of a last minute hail mary call that was a band called pussy uh (laughs) uh, off of the album pussy plays um i recently discovered those i think it's like from the 70s like kind of these with this weird kind of funk uh funk psych rock kind of stuff it's cool yeah, yeah, I uh, have definitely never heard that in my life. Uh, I was very confused because when the the cat was meowing, I thought it was one of my cats. Uh, because you you are aware about how vocal my cats are. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, we picked yeah. them up on the podcast sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're here. You're here. One of them every now and then. Uh, but yeah, no, I was like, no, I d- I dug that. That sounded pretty pretty groovy. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. See, I listen to new music from the 70s. 70s, yeah. It, it, all music is new when you haven't heard it before. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. we're kind of putting the cart before the horse. Um, how you been, bit. man? <laughs> yeah, good, man. Good. Uh, just sweating my balls off today. It is yeah. Ohio heat for sure. It is like 90-something. I think the heat index is like 104 so it is it is humid as a bitch. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's been crazy hot here too. Yeah. So, and I think it's going to be that way this week. But yeah. Uh no other Nat doing good. Um actually, I just dude, don't bore us get to the chorus. Let's go, Mitch. I have a beer just for a hot summer day. Let's talk about yep, it now. Let's do it. Let's get into it. <laughs> All righty. So, I picked out um this is a beer. I I think I have a new favorite like Indiana brewery. I've had it a few times on the podcast. Okay. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna hate it. So this brewery called Burnham Brewing, they're the they're they're the same brewery that made. You remember that corn beer I had on the podcast, like our last podcast a long time ago. Oh, I do. They're like the cream, wasn't it? A yeah, cream it was a cream corn? corn ale or something. And that was a bad beer. I mean, it was interesting. I'm glad I tried it. But um, that same brewery, Burnham, Burnham, has like this crazy awesome shit. They actually did that. They did that Weezer beer. They have some like kind of music themed beers. Um, they have that Weezer beer called like Mash Pipe or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they did like a Led Zeppelin, like red scotch ale. Um and oh, this okay. one, this one is called Coconuts Oatmeal Pale Ale. Um, get it? Huh. It's got a note of coconut, coconuts. Right. Um, and I actually had this already at a uh, bar. We went to Indianapolis a few days ago for a concert, and uh, we went to Hopcat Brewery, and I just they had this on tap there, so I tried it and uh, liked it. So I came back and actually found there was a liquor store here in Fort Wayne that sells it. So I bought another little four pack. Um, and it's good. It's kind of a nice, light, refreshing, um, it, it, the, the coconut is very light, but I think it's like kind of a good balance. 
I th this whole time you've been talking, all I've been thinking is coconut beer, coconut beer, coconut yeah. beer, and I'm just trying to because I, I I I like coconut. I don't. I love, love coconut. I don't. Okay, I don't love coconut, but I don't hate <laughs> coconut. I will eat coconut. Oh yeah. Um, I somebody made fun of me a, a while ago. I was like, yeah, I like almond joys. I was like, almond joys. You fuck it, and I'm like, dude, yeah. Um, what? Fuck you. Who said that? Yeah, almond joys are amazing. Yeah, and honestly, I like bounce bars. Okay, yeah. I like dark chocolate. Nothing wrong with that at all. Sometimes when I uh, feel like going crazy and having a really fl flavorful, like sweet latte, I'll do oh, okay. a almond joy latte. Basically, coconut syrup, almond syrup, and a little bit of, like chocolate. Oh fuck, dude! It's make fantastic, me one of them, dude. I I could make you one of them. <laughs> do you, Do you have coconut syrup? We do have coconut syrup. That's so yeah. weird. <laughs> well, I guess you kind of have a coffee business now. I guess it's not that weird. Yeah, we have a, a full weird. like coffee setup in our garage, so it's kind of funny. Every morning, like on weekends and stuff, we'll go out to the garage and make a latte. <laughs> well, yeah, I, and I also kind of experienced this too. It was like you yeah. guys would go out to the garage and bring this coffee. Like, <laughs> right. You got Folgers, man? We're not. <laughs> or you, this is fancy. Right. You, you you got you got some coffee beans and a wet paper towel. I'll figure it out, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> um okay well uh it also the beer is a hall and oats reference right is it what what was it called again it's called coconuts like cocoa notes like oats. i don't oh i think no. it's i think it's an oatmeal reference because it's a <laughs> coconut oatmeal pale ale yeah I, <laughs> I i had it wrong in my head um i wish it was a hall and oats reference <laughs> well i i thought it was like like coke and oats ah so gotcha okay. that's what i thought i heard you say so i was like oh yeah it's a hall and oats <laughs> reference that's funny um but yeah so uh, uh give us the flavor profile of this yeah. bad boy um i really like it because when you when you when you hear like a coconut oatmeal you think it's going to be like a stout and i don't love stouts um so i was excited to try a pale ale that had these these tasting notes and um it's spot on. Yeah, the blend is really good. The balance is good. There could be a little more coconut, but as I as oh, I just okay. said, I'm a coconut freak. So. Yeah, you're you're a coconut man. Uh -huh. Your coconuts make me go nuts. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what so, about you? Yeah, today I got something totally new. Going in blind. Haven't even had a sip of it yet. Um, I I've seen this a couple times and I haven't picked it up. It is the Rheingeist. I think it's called the Morelos. Oh, okay. Let oh, I've not that had that there. before. I've never even seen that. Yeah, it's the Morelos, and it says Cervezas con Limon. I'm assuming it's a cerveza with lime in it. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> coincidentally enough, uh, shout out Garrett if you are listening, uh, Limon is lime. And when you ask for a lime <laughs> in a Mexican restaurant, they bring you lemons. Uh <laughs> Because apparently that's the word for lemon. I don't know. It's very confusing. Um, but and then I'm confused because I, I are are cervezas loggers? Because this just says lar lar lo, oh, Jesus lager <laughs> with natural flavors. And I I thought cervezas were different, but maybe the, is that just Spanish for uh, it's, lager? I mean, uh, no. I, I I mean I think cerveza is just Spanish for beer. But I think um, oh. Uh, I think the the most common like Mexican beers will be usually be lagers, um, like Modelo's. Um, right. Maybe yeah. Maybe uh, is Corona a lager? I, th I think so. I was just gonna say I'm not positive, but it might be. 
that might that might be why I like Cerveza yeah. so much because honestly, there's not many I don't like. Yeah, I was I was I, the only reason I haven't bought this up until this day is I thought this was whatever the fuck they're called, but that trend they started to make the beer because apparently this is a thing and like. Uh, maybe Spain or Mexico or, you know, Hispanic countries put fucking tomato juice in beer, which is, Oh yeah. The, the I think I've had joke. that on the podcast before. I, cause I didn't know. Um, no, it was our last pod, the last podcast, the two friends, three questions, shout out. Shout uh, out. <laughs> I accidentally ourselves. bought a, uh, I thought it was one of those like tomato juice mixed with beer. And I wanted to try it. I got home and realized it was Clamato juice. <laughs> It wasn't tomato juice. It was Clamato juice in a beer, and it was disgusting. I don't even. What <laughs> the fuck is a Clamato? It 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 uh, it tasted fishy. Clam, some sort of clam sauce. <laughs> oh no! I, you know, my joke was going to be is like that sounds like something I had in college. Clamato. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take an antibiotic. Cleared right up, but it was an itchy couple weeks. I mean, you're not far off. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, definitely like a cerveza. It's got like a Mexican flag on it, which, uh, fuck yeah, dude, I love the Mexican flag. I don't know why. Yeah, America's great. like red, white, and blue. And then Mexico's kind of like, I mean, well, they had a flag for, what did they? <laughs> anyways. I, I, I'm not, I'm dude, not we are sure. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's, I can't even guess. It's like 50, 50 for me. I have no historical <laughs> like way of figuring that out um i don't know i just like it it's red it's white it's green i like it let's read the notes on the back aroma toasted malts heather honey and fresh squeezed limed what is heather honey i you got me there yeah i don't even know when mexico was founded so i mean I, yeah me neither <laughs> yeah uh flavor notes of fresh toasted bread with a hint of honey sweetness and a bright citrusy finish mouthfeel Medium-bodied, smooth, and creamy with medium carbonation. Mm. Um, that's good. A little light on the lime. I'm getting no lime. Uh, okay. Okay. I'd pay a dime for some lime in this. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing <laughs> here. It, it is citrusy. It's fruity. Um, it's actually pretty good. I, I actually kind of fuck with this. Yeah. Oh damn! How much alcohol is in this? Oh, it's only it's only four point eight. I've been drinking a lot of Michelob Ultra because I'm trying not to be a um, dead and um, sure, yeah. <laughs> so, I get that. And and they do not have a high alcohol content beer, um, but gotcha. it's good. I, I've kind of I've kind of turned the corner on Michelob Ultra. I like it. I think right now it's my favorite beer. If I just want to drink like seven beers, because when you think about it, a normal beer, five, six percent alcohol, uh, you know, however many carbs, however many calories or whatever, mm-hmm. like a Globe Ultra, kind of half all that, you could drink twice as much beer and it equals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Beer math, man. <laughs> Hasn't filled me yet. God, uh, we are old. I know, dude. I hate <laughs> it so food. much. Sorry, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be rude. I was admiring the artwork on my can uh, because that's another thing I really like about them. They kind of just have really cool artwork. This one is kind of like a '50s kind of theme. There's like yeah. a classic car outside of a pink hotel. There's a skeleton drinking a little coconut cocktail, and then I noticed 
on the there's a little road and there's a there's a truck that says Holland Oats Oat Delivery. So you were spot on, my friend. <laughs> so I bet you I bet you they because I saw the can and it looked like it was one word, but I bet you they they did it that way. So it was one word, but as you started to say it, it, it sounds like you're saying, you know, whatever an oats. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Woo, baby. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Welcome back. Uh we're back in the ship again. Uh Scotty is still uh not back yet. We're doing all this shit ourselves. I did notice. Did you put in the carpet in here? Did I put in the carpet? Yeah, there's. I came in today. There's neon green fucking carpet now. No, I didn't do that. You didn't do that? No. I didn't do I sure as shit didn't do it. You didn't put this carpet in? No, I didn't do that. I didn't know anything about that. Do you, <sighs> I got to call Scotty. I, I don't. I think he's going rogue. I think he's just fucking with us now. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's neon green, you said? Yeah, I, I, ju- I just don't... I, I don't <laughs> it's hilarious. I, <laughs> don't encourage him, Mitchell. <laughs> I, mean, I just, that's great. I, I think he's just going to cut the brake lines in this fight. He's the only one who knows how the ship works. I don't know. It, it just... he, You know what I mean? He's the only one who knows how it functions. He could probably kill us really easily. Yeah, absolutely easily. <laughs> I, because when we first, you know, got Scotty on board, you know, I told him, like he 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 said, and I guess he's not wrong. Do you have to record a podcast in space? And I said, that's you, you're very low on the totem pole. Don't speak when spoken to. Yeah. Um, so you know, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, we got to get him back. And if he approved this carpet, then. <laughs> I'll leave this fucker on Mercury, dude. Like, dude, yeah, no I, kidding. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to have a harsh talk. This is insane. I'm going to cut his beef jerky rations. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that, man. You don't be mean about it. <laughs> I, you know, if I got to hear him talk about Santana one more time, I'm going to fucking punch him in the face, man. Can't do it anymore. Um, all right. Anyways, well, we are gathered here today. Because basically somebody called us boomers, and <laughs> uh, to my face, <laughs> to my face. Um. <laughs> no, anyway, I'll I'll let you pitch this, Mitch. You're you're much yeah, more involved okay. than why we're here so, today. Yeah, basically what happened was um, I was hanging out with a listener, um, a fan, if you will. Um, we have we have many of them. Uh, no, what happened was there was a friend from high school named Tanner. He listens to the podcast and, uh, he lives in Bloomington and there was a concert in Indianapolis, um, this past Friday that, uh, we, we kind of wanted to go to. It was Jimmy Eat World. Um, and then opening up was Manchester Orchestra. Um, so I'm not going to lie. Mostly went for Manchester Orchestra. Jimmy Eat World was still pretty solid though. Um, I didn't get to stick around for very long cause, uh, we did have to cut out early and wake up super early to do a trailer event. But regardless, kind of between songs, we were kind of catching up and uh, we were talking about the podcast a little bit and he kind of came up with a cool idea um, that I will say Tanner listens to a wide variety of music. And we've kind of mentioned on the podcast that we don't really have a lot of like newer 
2022-2023 bands that uh, we've really gravitated towards, and he more or less called us boomers. Um, he did right. use the word boomer, so I'm not going to say more or less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird way to phrase that. More or less, he said that yeah. verbatim. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so I kind of came, I kind of challenged him. I said, well, I mean, give us some good music to, to, to listen to, to talk about. Um, so I don't have to do any work for an episode. So he did. So God bless his heart. He did. He put together a playlist of um, 13 songs from this year, 2023, um, that I'm imagining that he is a fan of and he's just kind of tr- trying to turn us on to some new shit. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what this is about. We're just going to try to stop be boomers and let's talk about some new shit. That new new. That is new, that what new. Uh, the kids say? That newbie newbie. <laughs> the newbie. That's what I say. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I, I really like the idea. Thank you, Tanner, for uh, contributing and making the playlist for us. Uh, we have a lot of thoughts, so I'm excited to get into those. Uh, uh, shout out Kevin. Kevin just came up with a really good idea. We're probably going to use his idea, too. So, yeah, if you got any ideas, text us. Uh, probably don't email us. We don't really check the email. Hit us up on Facebook or text us or something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do that. Also, hey, Pistol, if you're listening, I just learned what your first fucking name was. Because <laughs> you've been commenting <laughs> on our post. I thought you were a random dude. And I was like, that's fucking Pistol. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have never known your name. I would have never known yeah. your name. His real name is Brian. I don't think I've ever told you that. No, I had no idea. I was like, well, this guy, I mean, this guy seems cool, whatever, yeah. you know. And then I like, <laughs> I clicked on the actual profile because I'm like, who is this guy? And I'm like, it's fucking Pistol. What the shit? <laughs> I was like, I would have never known this fucker's name. Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that that made me laugh pretty hard. I was like, God damn it. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So let's. Oh well, I wanted to go on record because I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you, Tanny Boy. That is actually your new nickname. I'm going to call you Tanny Boy from now on. Tanny Boy. Um, I don't really remember. I drink a lot on this podcast, so maybe that's why. But I don't really remember saying, like, well, I just, yeah, new music sucks. Like, I never say that because it's not fucking true. With that being said, I have a tendency to not listen to newer uh, yeah, no, I kind of hear myself already wanting to say new yeah. music is bad. So Ooh. I probably did say that. I think it's just that I have not found many artists in the past three or four years that just excite me. It's not even that they're bad. It's just nobody excites me. I, honestly, I honest to God, I think the last person was Billie Eilish when she kind of hit the, you know, hit the world. And um, she excited me. I was really fucking into it. Got to be honest, nowadays, all of her songs sound the fucking same. Yeah. So I've even kind of faded on Billie Eilish a little bit. Um, but that was the last person that excited me. And I think for me to really care about new music, it, I ju- it just has to be different. I, I think there's like a, yeah. ba- a higher bar um, because I you could turn on the radio and hear a bunch of new songs, but they're, I just think a lot of them are bad. Right. I, Tanner did not pull songs off the radio on, on this, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think a lot of the times on what you crank and not uh, Mitch more than me. Um, but I will too, is t- 
typically I'll throw in a new, you know, a new band, a newer mm-hmm. band at the very least that I'm listening to. Or Yeah, I kind of try to use it as a platform to kind of shout out some maybe unheard of, like un- bands that I think should be more popular. And yeah, and, and I will be, I, I will completely agree with you there that I, I remember basically what I said was I don't listen to a ton of new music because same as you, it, it had, doesn't really hit me as hard. And I have... I've kind of came to the conclusion that there are, well, we opened this song with a band called Pussy that I discovered this morning. They're from the 70s, and it's kick-ass funk rock. Yeah, Um, yeah. And that gets there my rocks are, off. You know, that's There that's are what thousands me. of bands out there that make shit that I know I'm going to love because funk, rock, psych, that's from the 70s. I'm really all about that right now. Um, so just the fact that I can randomly discover one of those bands, um, I, I, I kind of will tend to seek out older shit because I know um, there is so much stuff I have yet to discover from the seventies and eighties and, uh, and, 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 and again, in the Spotify age, um, where you kind of just listen to playlists, um, I'll try, I'll, I'll discover music on Spotify as best as I can. But a lot of times that's just going to like my discover weekly or my made for you. And every once in a while, there'll be a kick-ass song that I fucking love that Spotify recommended and thank God. And then, if it's good enough, I'll go to that band's Spotify account and I'll see if they have anything else good. But more often than not, if it's like just good and not fucking great, I best case scenario, I'll add it to a playlist to listen to later and then never really think about that band again. Yeah, I, I have a pretty similar experience to that. That's 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 pretty close to exactly what happens to me. And actually, I feel like a boomer. And I do have kind of a boomery taste in music, just in the fact that I love like music from the '60s and the '70s. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually I was at a bar with Aaron, and there was a there was a band playing. It was this like duo couple blues. They they called themselves blues pop. So okay. They threw in another genre there, and I was like, are they about to do, like, Blues Traveler for, like, an hour? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean blues pop? Like, what are you going to play? Uh, and then it kind of made sense, but they did a lot of covers from the 60s. Um, well, they did two Amy Winehouse songs, and then they did, um, oh, that fucking song. Um, hold on. Give me, like, two seconds. Uh, she was a long, cool woman in a black dress. Oh, the Hollies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never remember the name of that fucking band. <laughs> um, they did like that song. Uh, yeah, just like a, and, and I was kind of surprised Aaron didn't know a lot of it. And as we were talking about it, I was like, you know what? I was like, actually my stepdad, Denny really got me into sixties music. He was mm-hmm. like, he fucking loved the rare earth dude. Yeah. And never <laughs> that band. <laughs> is a little <laughs> cultural appropriation uh, way back in the day. However, God, they fucking jam, dude. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, so well, I feel guilty for not listening to newer music, but then I seek it out and listen to it, and I'm just like, this is just not that great. It's not bad. Yeah. It, tip, nine times out of ten, especially a rock band, it, it, it's not that it's bad. It's just uninteresting. It just doesn't really want to make me go listen to your album. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I want to do because I think you're right. Playlists have kind of changed things up. I don't want to just listen to playlists. I want to sit down and listen to like an album. I want to hear a full cohesive idea. Mm-hmm. And also I don't think people write albums anymore 
with that in mind because you could kind of have like the country guy with the song and the the working man blues oh yeah the yeah i was gonna ask you about that actually fucking threw one song on tiktok and now he's gonna headline festivals he's pissing off big and rich big and rich is like we'll leave the label if you sign him and i'm (laughs) like why dude why do you care the dude had i went to go watch it on youtube and it had like 19 million views in like eight days fucking insane yeah um so it's a different landscape so i don't i don't even know how to ingest new music and also i can't keep up with it there, mm-hmm. because now everyone has such an ability to be an independent artist, which I do really think is a great thing. We are inundated with music constantly. Not all of it's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, yeah, it's, it's a very different environment. So I like, I go through obsessions where I'll hear like a Peter, Peter Gabriel song. Uh, Cause I'm kind of mm-hmm. going back down his wormhole again. I'll hear that song and I'm like, he fucking wrote this song too. I'm like, oh my god, he's so good. I gotta go listen to all his albums. Yeah, right. And that doesn't happen. And I think with new bands. I think my habits are, um, especially on Spotify, is that I will go and listen to full albums if I can kind of if if it's a band that I follow, if it's a band that sure. I like trust. Like I listened to the new Manchester Orchestra album um, because I just went to see them. I'm on a huge Manchester Orchestra high right now. Um, so they put out a pretty, honestly, a pretty bad album about six months ago, and I didn't really like it. But I sat down and listened to the entire thing because I'm a fan of their band and I wanted to see what they did with it. Um, yeah. So there will be times like that. And again, Manchester Orchestra is not a new band. Um, the, right. Their favorite album we talked about, it came out in 2009. But I've been following them since 2009. So they've earned my trust that if they put out a new album, I'm going to listen to it. But that's about the only time I sit down and listen to a album blindly right what was the album what's our favorite manchester orchestra album uh mean everything to nothing yeah came out in 2009 i was gonna say that we have different favorite manchester orchestra albums oh okay gotcha my other favorite is i'm like a virgin losing a child that's what i that's what i thought you were initially gonna say yeah would you like to guess my favorite um is it is it uh is it, is it Cope? No, it's not Cope. Uh, I forget what, what year it? it came out. I would give you hints. It's Mine's okay. Simple Math. That's my simple favorite. Simple Math? Yeah, that's a good one, too. I was listening to that yesterday, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Uh, yeah. Anyways, no, I totally get that because I had a very similar experience. I'll share this. We'll move on. We'll get into the meat and potatoes here. I had a very similar experience. I listened to Foxy Shazam's new album. Oh, hell yeah. And it was the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, it's bad, Mitch. You actually have to go listen to it to hear how bad it is. It's the worst fucking album I've ever heard. Oh, damn. That is strong. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Well, that is a huge bummer. Huh? That's a huge bummer. Oh, it was a big bummer. We like Foxy. It's got 23 songs on it, and it just sounds like Eric Nally walked into a room and just no one told him no. No one told him (laughs) no, and he did whatever... I mean, there's parts of it that get interesting, and it's a it's kind of hard to digest, which I think is mm-hmm. kind of interesting because then I have to put on those active ears and like really kind of dig in and find something that I enjoy. And I just came up empty. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it was just bad, and I don't want Ooh. them to be a band anymore because honestly, I used to oh. think that Gonzo was a good album, uh, and it's not. It's not. A, <laughs> I don't even think Gonzo is a good album, and Steve Albini produced it. 
And I, you know what? Shout out to Logan. He said about Gonzo, that album, he said that album is so fucking bad. All it is is proof that Steve Albini will do anything for $50. <laughs> Which might have been the harshest review. I liked it, and I went back to listen to a couple songs. I was like, no, this is, this yeah. is fucking bad. Right. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, well, let's get well, to meet. So oh. I had one last thing, and hit then me. we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, so uh, we were kind of talking about, like, albums versus playlists um and i and i'm kind of guilty of like i do listen to playlists a lot um, and i will only sit down and listen to an album again if i know it's going to be like something worthwhile um me and erica were talking actually on the drive home from indianapolis i just like put on a random playlist i had on spotify and she was like oh this is what what playlist is this and i was like oh it's i told i told her and she was like i don't think i've ever heard this one i was like oh yeah i've i've yeah I, it's fairly new and she was like I think she was just curious how many Spotify playlists do you actually have? And I'd never actually Good question. figured it out before. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess? I don't want to. So my <laughs> best guess, because you have some that are private, some that are shared. Yeah. Twenty. I'm going to go with MJ. Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, multiply that by three. What? <laughs> I have 70 playlists on Spotify. Holy. Uh, because it's kind of what I do. All day. I listen God. to music all day. And, uh, well, you know, when I, and, and it's, and it kind of goes back to one of those things where like, if I do discover like a new song that I like, I'll just kind right. of like, I'm, I'm, I'm so weird about, it. I think I've got to have some sort of like autism or something because I'll like kind of have these files in my head of like, okay, this is a really cool vibe for this occasion. This is a cool vibe for this occasion. And I like being able to be like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. This is a good music to match it. And then I'll, every once in a while I'll come across a new song and like my again my discover weekly or something and i'll be like oh this kind of matches one of this 70 moods so i'm gonna add it to this playlist i'm always kind of like you know crafting and adding more and more yeah um, and you so are that's good kind at of it. how i listen to music yeah um, well thank you yeah <laughs> I, I i just wanted to make sure it was said like and you are honestly pretty good at it like your playlists are always really good and when we, I think the last episode we did the album covers and you had such good categories and you, I do think you think about music that way. I think you are able to sort of encyclopedia, Dewey Decimal System catalog, <laughs> interesting bands and sounds and stuff like that. And and I do that to an extent, but not really. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know what my my niche yeah. is but well, yeah but you're I also kind of I also kind of come up with excuses to make playlists like something I did recently for the uh, the trailer mm -hmm. is um we have these signature drinks and I wanted to do this thing that and I'll be honest I stole it from this guy on Instagram I follow called mixed drink mixed 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 drink mixed tape check him out on Instagram and Spotify it's incredible I'd actually discover a ton of new music from him um, but yeah, what he does is he'll make this like cocktail and he'll pair it with a playlist. And I'm like, that's a fucking good idea. I'm going to steal that and do it on the trailer. Um, so we did. Um, and I was actually working on, um, a new playlist that I haven't made public yet, but it's kind of an eighties new wave synth pop playlist. Ooh, let's go. But it's, but it's got a really specific vibe because when you think of like eighties synth pop, um, you think of like, 
uh, kind of the, the cure Duran Duran, but I didn't want to go too mainstream with it. I didn't, I made a choice not to put a single Duran Duran song on there or like no Asia, no. <laughs> Are they, is Duran Duran synth wave? Uh, not necessarily. And that's kind of why it was, but I just bring up Duran Duran because Spotify will make recommendations on like, Oh, oh. yeah, you have a shit ton of this. Yeah. How about some Duran Duran? I'm like, no, too, too mainstream. Uh, <laughs> too mainstream man so yeah i agonize over it and it's uh it's it's a problem but (laughs) yeah yeah um listening to you talk about how or why you make a playlist is pretty similar i feel to you listening to me talk about like lord of the rings (laughs) yeah yeah you're just like oh my god my my best friend is batshit insane (laughs) Is, is typically a thought that I think hundred percent because every now yeah. and then I'm like, okay, okay, wow, that is more. I was like, you put more thought into a playlist than I've given to just like my life in general. Like, I don't even think that much about my day to day existence. That's that sounds about right. Like I like like I said, I'm probably on the spectrum. But yeah, right. <laughs> what what's the best song when my uncle my uncle's dog died? I got it. We're having a funeral, and we're going to cremate his body. What? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Here's the scenario. Your uncle's dog died, and you're going to a funeral, of which they have to cremate the body. Just if you give me one song for that playlist. Reba McIntyre, the, the, the Night the Lights Went Down in Georgia. It's not bad. It's not bad. It, that I kind of get it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's a, it, it fits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> but that's the light. Damn it. That's kind of good. I, all right. Here you go, Mitch. A little home. If you ever get bored and you do happen to stumble upon some free time, I want you to make uh, a playlist. My uncle's dog died and we're having him cremated. And I want to okay. hear what that playlist will be. I absolutely will. The ultimate Probably test. tomorrow. Yeah, just, you're at work and people are calling. It's like, hey, Mitch, you're going to answer the phone? It's like, I'm busy. No. Yeah, no. Eli, I'm making this number one priority. I'll have this on your desk by 9 a.m. Yeah. I'm looking for my real boss, dude. I'm my fake boss. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk about Tanner's playlist because we yeah we took a long way to get here, but here we go. Um, Mitch, overall thoughts on the playlist as a whole? Because okay, Tanner, shout out one thing you did really well. This was all over the fucking place, man. I didn't know what was coming next, and I was kind of like, huh. All right, I can't really find a vibe on this which is also impressive mm-hmm. um the only thing these songs have in common is that they came out this year yeah or these artists did or whatever um but it, yeah anyways with that being said i don't know what was your overall thought were you like yeah so i liked um, it i didn't like it what do you think i'm 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 gonna need to preface this and i will <laughs> do that now tanner you're one of my best friends and i love you and i've known you a very long time um we haven't always seen eye to eye on music um and that's okay we don't always have to like the same shit um i know back in the day we were both into like pop punk at the same time um i kind of like grew out of that a little bit and you went really hard in the paint down that rabbit hole and i think you're still kind of there which there's nothing wrong with um but um yeah i didn't 
there's a few songs on this playlist that I I, I liked. Okay, let's... there's about ten songs that I just wanted to turn off. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah. Well, let's start there. How about that? Let's start there. What songs did you enjoy? Yeah, so honestly, then the first song on the playlist, Yellow Card. Um, but I think it's a kind of a cop-out because Yellow Card is not a new band. They're a very old band. <laughs> yes, it's cool that they put out a new album. Um, and it's a pretty decent song. Um, I don't think it's a mind-blowing song. Um, and will I listen to the new Yellow Card album? Probably not. But it's cool that they're doing stuff again. Um, it was kind of a blast from the past. Yeah, I felt kind of the um I was never a huge yellow card fan uh when I was younger. Um mm-hmm. Ocean Avenue gets real old real quick. And and, yeah. and not even to diss them. <laughs> like I like yellow card, don't get me wrong. Like I you know, if you put that song on now I would love it, but just let's all go back to the year that song came out. It was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh and it kind of bugged me they had a fiddle. I don't know why. What's the least oh, yeah, punky? Right. Yeah, what's the least punky instrument you could possibly fucking have? A violin. Yeah, I think that was kind of cool though at the time. That's what everybody says, and I just disagree. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. Um, uh, what about you? Any ones that you really liked? Was that or, your only one that you liked? Oh, or no, there's trading? a couple more. Um, I thought we were gonna trade. Oh, okay, okay, whatever. Uh, I did like. I, I did like that yellow card song. I, I was optimistic for the rest of the playlist based off that song. The only thing that bugged me about that song was kind of the lyrics because he, uh, Tanner, you probably, you know, the song better than I, so I might be getting this wrong. I enjoyed it because he was saying like, am I the only one looking at things with childhood eyes? Like, am I the only one? It, it felt like he was saying, am I the only one that's being optimistic here? And then I was like, boom, that's exactly what I hate about pop punk. The lyrics are shallow <laughs> as shit. I'm not a big pop, pop punk guy, so let's throw that out there. It's not that I don't like pop punk. I just don't know why everyone like views it as a fucking lifestyle. I'm like, none of these lyrics are ever good. Mm-hmm. The music I fuck with a little bit, but it's just not... Like, either be pop or be punk. I guess I just don't mm-hmm. like the fusion. And also, I think that Machine Gun Kelly kind of ruined it for everybody because yeah. there's a couple bands deeper down in the playlist. I'm like, that just sounds like Machine Gun Kelly. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, and I I'm get that, like, man. Oh, and I, I we haven't t- talked about this yet either. I went to, so Friday night, I went to that Jimmy, uh, Jimmy World show. Thursday night, I went to a Red Jumpsuit Apparatus show, which was kind of like a uh pop punk band again from the early 2000s similar vein willingly um, they weren't s- <laughs> like you wanted to I go had, i had free tickets and erica wanted to go so oh, yeah we went um and it was i'm glad we went it was interesting it was cool to see them even though i only know of like two or three songs that they have yeah but they yeah. were cool about it the show was overall weird because there were people that were like our age and a little bit younger that again were still in that pop punk phase i saw a lot of like you know side shaved haircuts and you know a lot of just a lot of weird choices outfit wise <laughs> i I, I'm, I'm going to brag on my wife a little bit. When I met my wife, 
she had that side shave haircut. I didn't even think about that. I wasn't putting down your wife. No, I know you're not because here's <laughs> why. Because she sure as shit didn't listen to the red jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> that woman listened to Gigi Allen and right. intently, like, still to this day, <laughs> a Gigi Allen song will come on and I'm like, like, Gigi Allen is too punk for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, my wife is more punk than I am. <laughs> so it's just like, I get it. I think I just have so much more respect for, like, punk punk you know what i'm saying the pop punk thing i don't know and then i dated some girls in high school and they were into i dated a girl with multiple fallout boy tattoos Um, oh multiple yeah yeah (laughs) and and god bless her but and then there was also girls that were shitty i i don't know i guess i just equate pop punk with i was a chubby very i i was like 16 but i look like i was 30 and uh <laughs> you know grunge just settled in more <laughs> because it yeah, just felt yeah. more like my people i just i never really got into the pop punk bands the only one is green day which i i don't mm-hmm. really like to call pop punk it's yeah. a totally different well sound, i got but. i got really into it but i look back at it as like oh that was kind of an embarrassing phase for me <laughs> i remember that one time i did a faux hawk Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like to see you with a five. I've not seen that. I've seen the picture with the puka shell necklace. Oh, yeah. I did that way too late. Way oh, and frosted tips. I did see you with frosted tips. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I did that. I did not way see you with a the game. Yeah. I, I would I would love to see you with a faux hawk. That's amazing. But yeah. And I'm once again, I'm not trying to shit on it. Obviously, it's a huge genre. People like it. But it's like that fucking what was that festival that was like the, the pop punk nostalgia fest is what I would call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a whole bunch of, like, Vans warp Tour bands. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, I get that. And that was a scene, and, and that was, like, very informative in those years. It's just, like, literally even then, I didn't feel cool enough to listen to it. And here I am now, like, definitely not cool enough to listen to any of this. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I... And I also don't identify with it. And I, I, I will yeah. say that, and I do think with pop-punk, the lyrics have never been good. I think they're very Susian. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I don't find them very good at all. <laughs> uh, so another one I liked on this was, um, I'm surprised he had a Pete and Bass song on there. Yeah, so I'm going to throw <laughs> some shade back at you, Tanner. Uh, they've been on the What You Crank playlist for fucking years, yeah. dude. I was there yeah, from the Yeah, you turned get. me on to them. Yeah, you turned me on to them a, probably a year or two ago. The only thing <laughs> about Pete and Bass is I'm pretty confident they're kind of an industry plant. Um, yeah, it could be. <laughs> they have Ghost Riders. There's no. Fu- I mean, they're rapping. Don't get me wrong, because they've done like live stuff. But there is no fucking way that they are writing Ooh. all these lyrics. They put out songs like a magazine subscription. Like it's hap- Like they put out singles all the fucking time. They are not yeah. writing every single one of their verses. Yeah. Or the hooks. It doesn't make a matter or anything. I love it. And these are two old guys who. One of them, I think, was in the British Navy. Um, yeah, like I've watched like interviews on these guys. They're super interesting guys. They're just like grandparents, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is that's crazy, which is awesome. I do have a lot of respect for them. However, I kind of, I, I, I've kind of backed away a little bit just cause I'm like, I think that someone has paid you a lot of money to keep <laughs> up a persona that I'm not sure or not, or they're fucking or I would not want to meet them in a back alley. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. 
I haven't decided, but yeah, uh, I've, another I one, fuck with that. Another one I liked was, uh, so this one I kind of liked, kind of didn't. Um, ran out of, a song called Ran Out of Ones by Joey Perp. Um, yeah, I kind of fuck with that. It had a kind of a good beat. It was a little too trap for me, um, but I liked his vocals and I liked his intensity. Uh, God, that sounded like a boomer. I liked his intensity. <laughs> Seems like a swell guy. Seems... <laughs> I'd let him watch my dog, but not date my daughter. <laughs> hey, Bill, can I just, just tone it down? But no, I, yeah, I kind of fuck with that. I, I kind of fuck with Joey Perp. Uh, also, someone who I had listened to before uh, and did oh, not, okay. and did not blow me away, which is exactly what happened this time. I liked it. Yeah. He he had a, he had a couple cool cadence. He kind of switched up his flow a little bit. Um, I have been playing a lot of 2K, and I'm not saying that there's trap songs in 2K, but I will say that there are songs close enough to that that I've kind of mm-hmm. I've, I've got an ear for it. Like I was listen, I was sitting there at work, and I was kind of like bobbing a bit, and I was like, okay, all right, I fuck with this. It did nothing about that song though made me go, I gotta listen to every Joey fucking perp song. Yeah. So, but <laughs> Same. I, but yeah, I mean, I, I I did enjoy that one too. Were those your three? Because those were my three. <laughs> there there was one more that um the song the last one on the playlist, "Plastic" by the band Girlfriends. Um, I wrote the least offensive song on this this playlist. <laughs> um, so I I think it was kind of a kind of an indie pop punk that um. Well, I think what happened was I liked the song because the song prior to that song was the worst one on the playlist. So it was kind of a breath of fresh air kind of thing. I was like, oh, this is incredibly different. And this is a break. Oh, yeah. Rico Nasty. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Rico Nasty is bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. real bad. Sorry, man. Um, it, it fucking sucks. I I didn't like. I I found <laughs> almost nothing redeemable. Yeah, I wrote down. I took notes. Um, obviously, uh, I wrote down. It exhausts me and gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, I did not take notes. Uh, I, but I my note would be shh. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be me in the booth, just like. Can we just do this quieter? Why are you <laughs> fucking screaming? But then again, this is the interesting part about this playlist from Tanner. Is I genuine I mean, I genuinely feel like this is what younger people are listening to. So in that way, we kind of are the new boomers. Tanner is he's your age. He's a year younger than me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I but I'm just saying our taste. Our taste. Yeah, that's fair. Because Tanner, if you fuck with this shit, man, you are a lot cooler than we are. Because man, I I I gotta kind of go with Mitch here. Uh, Oh, there was one other song I did like the Charlotte Sands song. All right. Oh, that one was that one was pretty solid too. Actually, I like that one. It was a little bit bland because I cannot tell you a single note or a single lyric. But I kind of had to listen to this playlist a little bit passively. I didn't get to dig in too hard. I would go back and listen to that song and see if I was interested in that artist. Uh, yeah. I liked it. It sounded good. I, and yeah, I, that one I wrote down, uh, not terrible, but Olivia Rodrigo did it better <laughs> because it's kind of similar to that. Um, kind of. And also 
it uh, I, I I did go to her artist page, um, and it's apparently she is featured on a playlist called Teen Beats. So then I saw that and dipped out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. I'm not, sorry, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> that's that's it. Is like I feel weird now listening to hip music because I'm I just feel fucking strange, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like a weirdo. Like, yeah. Um. um okay. I there was one band. And I'm going to use that word loosely. I'm going to get a little mean, Tanner. I kind of told Mitch, like, you know, there was some songs I really did not enjoy. And those are going to be what I'm vocal about. But, like, overall, I get it. I did not like. What What'd you say was the last one? What was that song? Plastic Girlfriends. I did not like that song. Didn't like it. I skipped, I skipped a lot of these. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. <laughs> there was one band slash artist and I'm going to use that term loosely, that I fucking hated. And Tanner, you should immediately never listen to them again. If they're important to you and have some sentimental like thing, that's cool. Obviously, I'm going to respect that because I totally get that. That's how music works. I like Godsmack. I'm not here to judge. However, the 200 Gex song, however the fuck you pronounce yeah. that, Billy Knows Jamie and Dumbest Girl Alive, I would fit I would fist fight a man who put this on a jukebox in a bar. Yeah, we we agree on that one. This is actually the one uh that I wrote I wrote four jokes about. So <laughs> okay. I'll let you do your thing. Most most other ones I only wrote one joke. Um but this one I have four. So you do your thing. <laughs> I, my my thing is just like look man, I genuinely don't like this. This this sounds like kids doing Adderall. And with daddy's credit card and just fucking schling, schling, let's go. What are we doing? Laser beam sounds, dude. Yeah. You know the panoramic (laughs) sound on THX? Let's just put that at the start of the song. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Fuck dad, dude. Like that, it just, that is what I felt like the the music was, man. I I really don't like that. Now, what I did realize, though, and often to be objective, the music had some like electronica and like house influence shit and some trap influence. I don't really fuck with none of that. I, I when I say that I listen to everything, admittedly, I'm one of those guys where it's like, yeah, you can find something I don't like. Um, and, and I think that's where I kind of draw the line is like club music. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's shitty or bad or anything. Cause yeah. that's not how music works. It, I just don't like it. I don't go to clubs. I don't identify with it. It's too long. <laughs> the songs are way too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's. It, it, I, I. I just don't fuck with it. And that. And at the end of the day, that just is. It sounds like they have a lot of those influence and are are kind of trying Ooh. to take a bunch of different genres and cram them together, which I get. Yeah. I just think they did it badly. Yeah. Um, That's how I. Feel. I think that one of those influences that I heard was also a little bit proggy. Um, there was a certain part of one song mm. that I was like, "Oh, that kind of sounds like a Primus riff." So that leads me to my first joke. Um, it sounds like if Primus uh, did Molly and put out a concept album. <laughs> <laughs> As a fan of Primus, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I'd like to hear that record actually. <laughs> 
the second one is pretty similar, but you know, don't don't judge me. I had a half hour to throw all these together. Um, hipster Kid Rock on acid at Electric <laughs> Forest Festival. <laughs> Honestly, that is that that one is more accurate. And I would say if yeah. if that sounds cool to you, that's the band, man. Like that's your fucking band. Absolutely, I got just the band for you. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. The, that was funny. the next one is um, it sounds like Death Grips, but they're white and they have mullets. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holy shit! <laughs> if that sounds good to you, check out a hundred Gex. And then my last one's going to be a little bit... Um, I really don't think anybody's going to understand this joke except for Tanner. That's why I wrote it for you. The band Family Force 5 practices Satanism. <laughs> I do get that. <laughs> okay. I, because they kind of had that intense kind of rap cadence, but with some metal kind of proggy. So it was like... It, there was a time in my life where I, I dabbled in Family oh, Force 5 stop. because I was a... I, 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 they weren't my fucking favorite band. I was a Christian in the early two thousands, so <laughs> that's that's what it that's what it is. <laughs> I, I hope Family Force Five ain't trying to convert people because I tell you what, I would <laughs> worship Satan to not listen to that shitty ass music. Well, if you good news, if you like worshiping Satan <laughs> yes. and Family Force Five, a hundred Gex is the band for you. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm sorry, Tanner. It's not. It's not you. Obviously, I just. God, I hate. Uh, yeah, a hundred. The the death grips thing really got me because I just the other day quoted you and I said my the, my one of my favorite like musical things that Mitch has ever said was talking about death grips. Hey, do you like hip hop? Hey, do you want to not listen? To do death you want to fucking hate it? Listen to Death Grips, and I was like, I thought that was the funniest thing. I thought I was like, yeah. that was super funny. Um, uh, I've also said about Death Grips, um, it's like it, you're at the dentist and they're drilling into your teeth. Yep, but in a musical form, <laughs> right? In, a in, musical, in kind of a musical way, a musical format. Yeah, and I don't think you're wrong <laughs> at all. I don't think you're wrong at all. Um, yeah, I, so, I mean, I would be curious to kind of hear from Tanner, like where the shit he heard a hundred Gex and quite frankly, why he likes it. I, I just, it, yeah. it's, well, uh, well, that's the thing, you know, Tanner a lot better. Obviously you guys are very old friends. Um, so you guys have probably had a lot of conversations about music. I've talked to Tanner a little bit, but like, dis- isn't he into shit like deer hoof and shit like that? Like, isn't he into weird Trendy uh, indie music too. I don't remember Deerhoof specifically. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, most of my recent conversation with Tanner about music is him kind of trying to trying to turn me on to like SoundCloud rappers, like Lil Xan or Lil Peep. Um. So yeah. Well, well is again, he trying I said to, at the very trying beginning, trying to get you to take fucking prescription oh. pills. <laughs> We were in high school. We had a very similar taste in music um, that I, I, I don't want to sound pretentious at all, but I grew, my taste grew um, and his taste grew in a completely different direction. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, that's pretty pretentious, dude. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's the whole thing. I, I, 
we we had to be honest and speak our minds. I'm not trying to shit on the music that you're into. And honestly, it see, I kind of keep going back to this idea of like I do think our tastes are are a little more archaic. I don't think we're embracing the new sound mm-hmm. of, of music, <laughs> which is very loud. Just <laughs> very loud. Um, yeah, a lot of just yeah. Um, I I don't forget where I was going with that. What were you gonna say? Oh yeah, I don't. Sorry, I hopped in there. No, I, let's talk about the full moon blood song. I want to talk about oh, that God. one by Ninety Three Feet of Smoke. I skipped that one, man. <laughs> like I got thirty seconds in, and I I oh, okay. So you know what? I'll, credit where credits due. Not not that many. I really tried to listen to the whole song, but there was a couple I skipped, and this was one of them that I just I didn't have patience to really mm-hmm. listen to. Honestly, I think it's cool when a song, especially like in a mild hip hop genre, changes a bunch of times. I kind of fuck with that, but like all the pieces have to be good. And immediately I was like, I haven't liked anything I've heard in the past thirty seconds, and I feel like there's twelve different songs. Yeah, I'm not gonna like this song, so I just skipped it. But that one is the one that to me sounded just like Machine Gun Kelly. Um, mm. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is because at the uh, at the concert, he was kind of giving Eric a shit about being an MGK fan. Uh, oh. He uh, <laughs> okay. I, then I do have to roast you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this shit sounds like MGK. All right, that's going to be the meanest thing I've this said. This one in particular. This one in particular yeah. sounded exactly like MGK. I had that thought. So, yeah. which is also wise. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, look, I fell victim to MGK. There was like one song that I liked and I was into and at least he was able to get Travis Barker, though. Like, who the fuck is 93 Feet of Smoke? They don't have Travis Barker, so. <laughs> uh, sure, I don't know. So I, see, do I'm I over Travis Barker, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've honestly rejected the pop-punk genre. I am so sick yeah. of hearing about it. I'm tired of the emo kids, because I didn't mm-hmm. like you in high school. Honestly, you're kind of fucking annoying then, and you're so annoying me now, because I'm just... I get that. <laughs> Literally, last <laughs> night, I told Erica... Cause we we were, we were getting a little drunk. We were doing a we were do, we were doing kind of a pop punk thing. She always wants to do that when she gets drunk. Um, and Blink One Eighty Two came on, and then I said Tom DeLonge is the only good thing to ever come out of Blink One Eighty Two, because his side project Angels and Airwaves, so much better than anything Blink One Eighty Two ever did. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! I, I'm on record saying that. Whoa! Just now. <laughs> I so fucking disagree. That if Toby was in a room, and if, if Toby <laughs> and Tom DeLonge was in a room, and I had a gun, and I had two bullets, I would shoot Tom DeLonge twice. Wow. Okay. What about the past few years when Tom DeLonge wasn't even in Blink-182, and they put out that California album with just Mark Hoppus, and it just absolutely fucking sucked? Uh, Mark <laughs> Hoppus beat cancer. Tom DeLonge is a narcissistic dick. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he is, but his music is good. Dude, Angels and Airwaves (laughs) is garbage, dude. You like Angels and Airwaves. I I did, yeah. There there was a song I put on last night. I was like, oh, this is is so kind of slaps. (laughs) 
I don't. All right. I don't know, man. Sorry, I am not going to join you there. I, 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 I will say that I, I, I don't like Tom DeLonge at all. I think he's the worst part of Blink. Travis Barker is one of the greatest drummers in the past twenty years. Mark Hoppus is just a nice guy. He beat cancer, <laughs> I think, twice. And dude plays the bass and has been in some other shitty bands. I get it, but you know Tom DeLonge. That's great. You know what? My grandpa beat cancer. I don't want to hear him play guitar. Is he a nice guy? <laughs> He's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let him play fucking guitar. I'll buy his record now. <laughs> okay. uh, I didn't mean to go on that weird side ramp. But yeah. See, just goes to show you, we can be best friends and have very different opinions. Uh, you say that. I kind of want to beat the shit out of you for like an Angel Stairways. <laughs> that's, 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 a hot, that's a bad take. Oh, God. <laughs> where do we go from here? Where do we, where do we even go from here? Uh, no, obviously, uh, hyper hyperbolic feelings. I, I That's so... Here's what drives me banana fucking sandwich about you, is you will just like some band, not say anything, for like the, I don't know, 10 years we've been friends, and you just be like, yeah, like Angels and Airwaves. Like, dude, fuck you. No, I've never heard you talk about <laughs> Angels and Airwaves ever. Yeah, because I haven't talked about them in probably 10 years because they're not my favorite band in the world. No, they they're are. Just like, they are. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You're dying on this hill. You love them. No, I think I think I, I just had to bring it up because that's how much I dislike Blink-182. I kind of got to go with hot take there. Why? Why do you out of, I mean, they were, I, I, I don't, I always loved some, I was a some 41 kid. When I did listen to yeah. music like mm-hmm. that, it was some 41. I liked yeah. them more. They seem more like, I don't know. Their parents were actually divorced. You know, that's how they seem. You know, I was like, I fuck <laughs> right. with some 41. Um, I never, I never really I, hated Blink. I get tired of people talking about them. Yeah, I get that's part of, part of it is I get tired of people talking about them, and I also think it was just even even for me when I would listen to them when I was like 13, 14, I thought it was juvenile even at that point when I was like, oh, this song. It's imagine if you were like with your hanging out with your middle school buddies and they were like yeah let's write a song about you know fingering a girl and they're like yeah that's great let's do it but then they actually did it and they were adults <laughs> like like i they just have stupid stupid songs like that they have a song called i want to fuck a dog in the ass and i can't respect a band for having a song called that Mitch, you just started the podcast with a band called <laughs> pussy that's oh, that's a little bit more nuanced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it? Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, that's like subtlety. Nothing. Something that Blink wouldn't know anything about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Blink-182 seemed moronic even when I was 13 or 14, but the band that a guy made about aliens, specifically (laughs) a lot about aliens. Well, you know what? He was right the entire time. (laughs) Man, you're not allowed to give me shit for like a Godsmack or Creed or any of that shit ever again, dude. (laughs) Ever again. Well... Uh, so this actually illustrates a really 
a really good point and about how subjective mo- music is and and just how we all have our own taste tanner i'm gonna be honest with you man mo- uh, about 75 percent of that playlist i did not like um but i wouldn't sit around and be like well tanner just likes shitty music like not at all he's actually listening to shit that people probably half our age are listening to and really fucking with Mm -hmm. which kind of makes him a little bit cool because i could guarantee you there's not really any 15 or 16 year olds that are like yeah man i like peter gabriel tell me about peter gabriel man yeah so you know it's just um it's an interesting element of it. Um, my final thoughts. I'm going to give my final thoughts on the playlist. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly, it was fun to listen to music I would never listen to. So, yeah. once again, emphasizing that, this, you know, probably a little bit more your taste, not not so much my taste, but I really did enjoy listening to these artists that I probably would have never really listened to, except some that I already had. <laughs> um <laughs> But it did remind me how much music changes. I, I it changes quickly. Um, you know this. There's some. I mean, there were some sounds and just some vibes that I was like, you know, honestly, I kind of didn't know some of this shit existed. So mm-hmm. I, I, I found that part really rewarding. Uh, the pop punk stuff. My my honest to god true issue with pop punk music as a whole. Obviously, I'm not gonna say there and say it's shit. There's plenty of songs and band. I mean, I love My Chem, which is a little bit more emo, but you know, I fuck mm-hmm. with My Chem hard. You know, I love that band. I in the used, I love the used, and I okay. My Angels and Airwaves was 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh God! But when they first <laughs> came out, they were good, and I don't know what happened <laughs> to Jared Leto. Yeah, <laughs> we put him in too many movies. He forgot to write yeah. songs. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, it just kind of all sounds the same. And and mm-hmm. that's really hard for me. And in the hip-hop, rap, SoundCloud rap, trap, kind of you mm-hmm. know new wave, mumble rap that we had for a minute. All this stuff, it just sounded the same. My biggest issue with music is when there's a trend and then people do the trend. I I, yeah, right. I wish more people would like buck against the trend. I think we would get more interesting music. But if it's a trend in music at all, it's not that I'm I'm it, I'm literally not that hipster and cool where I want to be like I don't want to like trendy music. It's just that it literally sounds like everything else, which mm-hmm. is a bummer because I think the fun part about music is how different it could all really be. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to I I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I want to ask you when I when I texted you about this, uh, this idea the other night, um, you said something I'm pulling up our text thread. Um, you said, <laughs> hey, dude, check out my big old I, hog, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to go scroll back through a few. Dick pics, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said, but I do think rock is dead. LOL. So I will judge harshly. LOL. Oh, man. First off, the two LOLs. Blast, it's a little much. Second off, you, elaborate on that. What do you do? You, do you actually think rock is dead? It's not that I think it's dead. I just kids don't listen to it. If kids don't listen to it, it's kind of dead. It, I guess what I mean by being dead, it just it just meaning that we're, we will now have to have a. Uh, excuse me. We will have to have a renaissance to bring it back. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids don't like rock music, man. I mean, yeah. it, and even if they do, um, well, I mean, yeah, there's some that do. I just, it's not on the radio, man. Mm-hmm. We want, we, what, what tends to play on the radio is just things that are very, very overproduced. Thing, which, I mean, shout out to the songs on these playlists. They're very well produced. Like, all these songs sound great. I just don't like the song. Yeah. Um, but I... Well, I don't I don't know if you noticed, but I guess my kind of point, stance on that is a lot of these songs on this playlist are considered rock, whether you like it or not. Like, that 100 Gex is featured on a Spotify playlist called Rock This, Today's Rock Songs. Um, and- that Full Moon Blood, it's the pop punk of of today. It's, it's, it's what... It's what they're listening to right now. I, I think it's changing because the biggest thing I wanted to drive home is um, you mentioned Billie Eilish earlier. Billie Eilish mentioned that Kurt Cobain was one of her biggest influences. And when I hear her music, I'm like, well, fucking, I don't, I don't really understand that. I did at first, um, but now I'm kind of like, uh, so people consider her rock because so her, even though she's doing some kind of pop, hip hop, R&B, rap stuff, it's more rock than the average stuff that you hear on the radio, which I guess is enough rock to put it in the camp of rock. So it's changing and it's becoming kind of dumbed down, I guess. I don't know. See, I would I I would have to take a pretty harsh stance. I would honestly say that no. If you say that Billie Eilish is rock music, you're just objectively wrong. Like look, music genres get so in depth and so complicated at times. It's really silly and it sounds really stupid, but objectively, genres of music do exist. And just because you like rock, me- it's like Post Malone. If you told me Post Malone was rock music, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" What? Why? Because he yeah. likes rock music? That doesn't make it rock and roll, <laughs> right. man. And, yeah, and I'm not, true. and I'm not saying that rock and roll is some hierarchy of the greatest genre in the world because I don't think that at all. That's not the point. There is no winner. Or no catalyst. He might have some rock influences, but like, mm-hmm. it's not rock music. It's just like if yeah. I had a harmonica on a polka song, does that make it blues? No. <laughs> does it make it a shitty polka song? Yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting at. There are rules to this. It's not that you have to adhere to the rules, but you can't just say, I like Kurt Cobain. And then people go, well, this is kind of like rock music. Who's the last Kurt Cobain? No, that's not how it works. You might have that influence, but I don't, I think when she says that, I don't, I mean, I'm sure musically it happens, but like, she 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 does it she does it a little bit musically. She had that song "Happier Than Ever," which I think is my favorite song by her because it goes into this fucking grungy guitar driven. It's a grunge breakdown, um, but that's pretty much the only song that I've heard by her that gets into grunge rock territory. Well, what I I yeah I guess this is where the this this gets into an argument that I I do kind of find nauseating because I I mean obviously yeah. I don't have the answers. I'm just a guy here. Mhm. Having musical genres just give us a guideline and give us an understanding. And it gives us context. 
not adhering to a label and musical genres, I think is really important important. Miles Davis invented like three different genres of jazz. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? So that dude did not adhere to the standards of like, well, jazz can only be this. And I get that. Rock should never be, well, it should only be this. I just think that musical genres have a feeling, have a have a have a vibe. And I think like just because it's loud and harsh or it's like Oh, I listen to Cork Cobain. Well, that doesn't make the music you're making rock music. Not that it's insulting mm-hmm. to call it that, but it's like, well, that. But th- we're just we're just going in a circle here. We're not be, because a rock. And I will say that a rock musician, a rock band, would be very insulted by that. Because as much as I like Billie Eilish, I never seen the woman play an instrument. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I, she plays the ukulele. She has a signature ukulele by Fender. <laughs> so just white people should never have touched yeah. the ukulele <laughs> ever i would rather more than play banjos like that i'm like yeah that's your that's your people i think that's what it is i think people treat musical genres with a sense of color blindness and it's like no don't rock music is rock music you can have influences and do it differently and be creative and try to reinvent something but there is such a thing as rock music. It's not like one big... Li- mm. it, music sounds terrible if you digest every single genre down to one song. Yeah. It's fucking bad. It's not good. There's a reason that there's these kind of lines in the sand, and you can flirt with them, you can play with them, you can bend them. But don't, like, just because you have one guitar track on an album, don't tell me you made a rock album. Like, you didn't. Yeah. I'm sorry, you didn't. You made something, and it could very well be good. It does not make it rock music. Yeah, true. That's, And maybe that's a really boomer way to be about it. But I would say, just because Aerosmith was on a Run DMC song, or however you look at that, I mean, that was a collab, <laughs> but I'm just saying, just because, like, like, we wouldn't call the Beastie Boys rock music just because they had guitars and drums. They wrote hip-hop. Well, they started out as a rock band. They did their first album, Aglio Olio or something. It is a punk album, and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like them better when they do rap. <laughs> but I guess that's what I'm saying. It's just, I don't know. And maybe that yeah. part really isn't important. But I think the reason I said yeah. rock is dead is what I meant by that is, like, you guys were seeing Jimmy World and Manchester Orchestra. <laughs> yes. Jimmy World has been around since, like, 89, bro. Like they have yeah, exactly. been <laughs> one of the hard, hardest working, most stable rock bands in the world. Yeah, I was talking to my dad um, uh, at the on Saturday, and I told him, I, "Yeah, I was at this Jimmy Eat World show on on Friday." I didn't even get into who it was because I know he wouldn't have really known. But he was like, "Oh, who who who'd you see? Who's Jimmy Eat World?" And I was like, "Well, the best thing I could come up with was like, oh, they had that one song like twenty years ago. It just takes some time, little girl, you're in the middle, and just the fact that." <laughs> I had to preface it by saying they had that one song 20 years ago. Like (laughs) that kind of makes this whole like calling us of boomers a little like unnecessary. (laughs) I just wanted to point that out. The irony of this conversation going down at a Jimmy world show. Um, Jimmy world's good. They have three or four songs that I, I I like. I I really like Jimmy world. Um, I really like Manchester orchestra. I think, I think Jimmy world is like underrated. 
honestly. Yeah, I would agree they, with that. They've come out with actually kind of some pop punk, maybe like new emo. I forget the, the postmodern version of emo. Anyways, genres really don't matter, and you do sound like an asshole when you talk about them. And I yeah, do true. acknowledge that. It's just... I don't know. It's hard. I just, I tread this fine line because it's like, I feel like that's how it is. If you don't like a lot of the most popular artists nowadays, you kind of get that label of being a boomer, right? It, it's kind of like, oh, oh, what, you fucking listen to Peter Gabriel, dude? Oh, wow, you're so cool. I, I've had a couple <laughs> friends like here lately, like kind of shit on me a little bit because I have these very staunch, very opinionated opinions on music. I've had a couple friends roast me here lately. I get it. I literally do a music <laughs> podcast with you in which two completely unsuccessful musicians <laughs> talk about music. But I think it's just like a little bit deeper than that. I think it's a journey. I think it's exploration. I genuinely don't want to hate on music and things like that. But then mm. we have songs like Try That in a Small Town. Yeah. I, I feel like I get it because like if you want to argue about like the best Beatles album, you know, we're doing that because we both love the Beatles and we want to feel like we've really know the Beatles. You know, I get it to me. It's like competitive, but fun. It also makes you think about music deeper, but there are times where you objectively have to stand up and say, this is fucking bad because at the end of the day, the music that plays on your radio is an industry. It's the music industry. It's people making money off music. It's people making mm-hmm. money off art. And that's yeah. that's one of my biggest like holdups. It's just hard. As some of my favorite bands have made millions and millions of dollars. They're just selling their art for millions and millions of dollars. That's not really cool. That's not really hit. That's not, you know, that's not being real, you know? How can you really sing about anything when you live in a fucking mansion? Some of my favorite artists do. It's kind of... I, I I say all this just to get back to the point of it's really hard sometimes because we're kind of arguing about people who are already involved in the music industry. I do feel the needle shifting to more independent artists, which I kind of think that Tanner did kind of like give us a little bit, except for Demi mm-hmm. Lovato. Yeah. That Demi Lovato <laughs> song was pretty stupid. I mean, I, I respect... Hey, man. Girl power feminism that chorus is bad dude that chorus is garbo the notes that i had on that demi lovato song it's like okay this is a deep one but you'll have to follow me okay imagine you're watching this kind of like action movie maybe like the 90s uh and it's kind of this like dirty cop kind of thing and um one of those types of movies and there's a scene where they have to go to this kind of seedy club where a bunch of young people are dancing and they're all dressed in like latex suits and they're doing like devious stuff and like the movie wants to drive the point home that like it's a dangerous place you shouldn't be here that song is the song they would play at that club my note yeah that's actually pretty good it's pretty it's pretty fucking deep yeah uh my note is this song was written by people who uh thought they knew what metal sounded like (laughs) <laughs> and was very incorrect. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I kind of rambled there a little bit. Sorry. I don't know. I just, I, I get, like, frustrated at being chastised for having opinions on music. But then I get kind of frustrated when 
we kind of I don't like the idea of just saying like it's just music man it's all good I do feel that way but when you put it out there you do have to accept that people are not going to like it I guess I just feel like if I put out songs and not everybody's like them and I've received some pretty harsh criticism about music I've done <laughs> so that's kind of why I'm like hey if your album's bad I'm allowed to say it like despite how you feel about it or the like that Demi Lovato song has a cool message it's a shitty song but I feel like if you really yeah. say this is a shitty song I feel like they're gonna gu- judge you because of the message of the song yeah yeah that's fair. and then that's yeah. not music and that is not art and we were yeah. totally missing the point <laughs> here and I just think with newer music a lot of people have blown up and continue to blow up with a 30 second TikTok sound so, I, mm-hmm. quite frankly, I don't have a lot of respect for people that are famous that come from, like Lil Nas X. Wow, his career is really working out well, huh? He's doing great. <laughs> like, yeah, because I he had one song that I never really liked, but people fucking loved, and I don't know why Billy Cyrus was ever a part of it. But you see what I'm saying? It's just, does that sentence even make sense? it's just music is being commercialized to a point that we are going to kill a little bit of the soul of music and Mm -hmm. i think the only people that we really will enjoy are more independent artists and are people not on major labels but it's going to be so hard to find that because music companies and labels are going to be spitting shit out on tiktok left and right trying to have exactly break and and that's my big thing is like kind of to kind of wrap it up here. Um, my uh, I didn't really love a ton of these songs on this playlist. I probably won't go back to it. But that being said, I I was trying to come up with some artists, like some newer artists that I discovered this year that are putting out albums, not like you know Yellow Card doing another EP, like brand new artists. And I came up with eight within the course of like ten minutes. So I I do listen to newer music, um, but the newer music that I listen to is not selling out like. Uh, unfortunately, a hundred Gex, as much as we hate them, they are blowing up. They they have fourteen million playlist or no ninety five million playlists or ninety five million listens on Spotify. They're <laughs> huge. Wild, dude. Um, most of the ones that I wrote down that I've discovered this year are these kind of like indie bands that you really have to go out of your way to try to discover. Um, the one that I really wanted to talk about was actually, interestingly enough, another band that Tanner and I talked about, Boy Genius. Um, it's uh, Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and uh, Lucy Dacus. Um, it's not near as big as it should be, and I think it's one of the, the, the best albums um, that I've listened to this year. So check out Boy Genius, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, and try to, yeah, try to go out of your way to find them. But, yeah, it, I, I, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I do. It's just that, like you were saying earlier, the independent artists uh, are the ones that really resonate with me. And unfortunately it's the ones that you kind of have to go out of your way to find. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Well, um, okay. So yeah, I did something similar. We talked about that. Um, I have a band that I found, uh, because of my buddy, um, uh, shout out to Aaron who has had a really good taste in music lately. He's finding all this really cool stuff. Uh, I have a band called the Wolves of Glendale. Okay. And they have a song called Vaping in Vegas. And <laughs> it is 
a really good song and fucking hilarious. They're kind of, I, I told, I, I said it out loud and Aaron was like, I knew you were going to fucking say that because I, I think he resented it. But they do sound like Ninja Sex Party, but they're definitely like better. Like it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, it, it's a little bit more subtle humor where it's like really funny and over the top sometimes, but sometimes it's like kind mm-hmm. of serious, right? Yeah. Wolves in Glendale. But yeah, I mean, like uh, not too long ago, I was talking about the Toxhards. And the song that I wanted to put on the playlist came out this year. And that is a good rock band that is that is also experimenting. They have sound effects in their songs and shit mm-hmm. like that. But it's a good, solid, just band of guys. Toxhards are great. Kim Normal, when I talked about them, they're great. Wolves of Glendale, I just got turned on to. Oh, Wolves of Glendale, speaking of Hall and Oates, they sound like if Hall and Oates were morons. <laughs> okay. That would be the best way to describe Love it. Um, so, yeah, like, once again, listen to new music. It 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 just has to be good. Yeah. I mm-hmm. guess. Or... <laughs> re- a hundred percent honestly it just has to be something kind of like original it has to really captivate me it has to be something i haven't heard Mm -hmm. maybe it's a style i haven't heard in a long time uh yeah and that's and that's the tough thing for me too because some of these bands i'm writing down that i wrote down like some of them i think are completely unique and original like i'm gonna go see another concert this this coming thursday a band i've talked about before on the podcast called gold park that i never would have fucking heard of if i didn't go to uh ethan's show when he played in fort wayne with uh mother folk they opened for them i had no idea who they were but me and erica both liked them so much that we're driving to indianapolis to see them again um and nobody fucking knows who that band is i wouldn't have had i not been at that show um so i think they're cool original they're kind of doing some unique stuff but then again another another band that i wrote down like sheer mag we talked about on the podcast a while ago they're not doing anything like super unique it's kind of like 70s i kind of i kind of compared them to like the uh um the detroit rock scene kind of like uh like uh, mc5 if it was fronted by a girl um but that fucking vibes with me like so hard because I haven't heard that music in so long. And uh, so, so it, it's tough because a lot of the newer rock I like is kind of like a a, a, a derivative of 70s and 80s rock, which I fucking love, and 60s rock. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe that does make me a boomer. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard, man. When you really get down to the weeds here, I do think it's really easy to talk in circles about it. Um, oh yeah, a couple that just popped in my head. A uh, sump, which is not a band; oh, it's yeah. a musical art collective. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, uh, oh, you know what? One I'll say that has been, definitely not a new band, but a band that still is not getting the respect they deserve. They stat. Day stat is the most creative, and that's a band that blurs the line with rock music and pop music and hip hop and rap. Mm-hmm. And just fucking weird German ass shit that I don't really understand. <laughs> um, that band is fucking incredible, and everyone should listen to Daystat. And I think it's a travesty that not more people are listening to Daystat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect way to wrap it up. Yeah, I think they get it. I gotta pee. Uh, I gotta pee. I get to pee. I gotta pee. I'm getting a little <laughs> real tired. How long have we been doing this? 
Oh, way yeah. too long. Years. It's only my second beer, and I'm just. But yeah, no. Anyways, Tanner, really, truthfully, thank you for doing this. I'm sorry that we maybe didn't fuck with it too hard, but uh, we wanted to give you an honest opinion. I think it would be really unfair to just be like, oh, yeah, I liked it. Like, because what are we doing, right? I I think we had to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but I respect it, and I think you're listening to really hip shit, and I think you're, you know, you could be right. I think we might be boomers because I think we're just too goddamn old to really like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Well, um, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah. They echo you. Yeah. Thank you for making this playlist, and I didn't mean to shit all over it. Um, I think it. Yeah. To to sum it up, you you are cooler than us because. Um, this is what young people are listening to now. And... Yeah, I don't even know how you found half this shit. Yeah, so... true. <laughs> Apparently, you are cooler than us. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think it's good to kind of go back every once in a while, and I think we should do this more often. Yeah. Just kind of, like, check in on, like, the Spotify Top Rock 2024, you know, whatever, and see see whatever, see what's new, and check in. Hey, is mostly just uh, take the temperature. Hey, is Rock still dead? Yep, all right, we'll try again in 2025. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that was something I really enjoyed. Like, I would be, like, totally not opposed to doing this with really anybody who wants to make a playlist of a genre or an artist or something that we should on. Nobody has suggested a Taylor yeah. Swift album, by the way. Yeah. Because none of them are all that good. <laughs> Um, but you know, that's what I'm saying is like, you know, I like it. I, it, that's, I, I think sometimes when you have a lot of opinions about music, I mean, and you could just be an asshole and maybe sometimes I have been an asshole, but at the end of the day, I have all these opinions because I genuinely care about it. So yeah. I want to listen to things that I don't really like because I want to absorb it and I want to see, well, why don't I like it? What is not connecting mm-hmm. here? Do I maybe like it? Do I feel guilty for liking it or not liking it? <laughs> I think that's being a yeah. music nerd. And I think that's why we're doing this podcast is we genuinely yeah. do want to hear and digest and just bring it all in. But yeah, we're gonna have there's just on. so much stuff out and there's not enough hours in the day to listen exactly. to it. So I will pr- most likely never listen to 100 Gex again because I gave them a chance and swing and a miss was completely let down. But that doesn't always happen. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so sometimes you every it. once in a while, you're going to find gold. Yeah, so <laughs> I agree. I like that thought. That's a good note to end it on. I want to end it positively. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, thank you, Tanner, for creating a playlist that you allowed us to kind of roast. I really hope Mitch gives you a heads up before the episode comes out, just so you're prepared. Yeah, probably not. Mitch took a harsher stance than I. Uh, But thank you guys for listening. Uh, We're excited to uh, keep going. We're we're very excited to hopefully get Scotty back and explain what the fuck happened with this carpet. I'm really pissed about it. Um, I, I made it very clear. All invoices have to come through me. Okay, I'm not necessarily paying mm-hmm. for everything. I just, I just, you know, want to know what's going on. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just want to, I just want a heads up. You know, <laughs> you can't just put neon green fucking shag carpet in the spaceship. You know, without talking to us first. Yeah, I agree. and I, I thought he was still on strike, so I don't know what he's. I, I haven't so. seen this dude, man. I, I, yeah. uh, really, we're gonna have to get a hold of him. I'm starting to get a little pissed. So, <laughs> quite, yeah, and you're, and, and hey. You're wait. Who's the captain of the ship? We haven't had this argument. Are you the captain? Am I the captain? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna secede to you. Don't fucking patronize. Much... Don't don't take the high road. I'm gonna take the. I don't want that responsibility. I don't want to be a captain of a ship. 
Yeah, uh, people are putting in carpet here without me even knowing, so I'm not sure I should be the captain. Should Scotty be the captain? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on up here, man. I just kind of show up and drink beer and talk to you, and then we, you know what I mean? We get beamed back, and then we go back home. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, I'm pretty sure Scotty's the captain because we don't. You've said we don't even know how to drive this thing. Yeah, I shit. <laughs> Well, Scotty's not here to beam us up, so we might be stuck here a while, too. I kind of forgot about that part of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> the, can- the canonical events are all over the place. <laughs> I'm losing track. Is anyone there that can beam us up? Hello? 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 <laughs> uh, we're all alone. Bitch, I will give you $100 right now if you will tell me why there is no sound in space. I is it because there's no oxygen? In Shit! Place? I'll give you five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I felt mean. That felt like me. I was just trying to prove that you were dumb or something. I, I a little bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, you know. All um, right. Anyways, bye guys. See you next time. Thank you for listening. See ya. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.